Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. We're going to be talking NBA, and it's time for a McCafe coffee catch-up. And, well, you wouldn't know it. I got my McCafe coffee delivered at about 7.30 this morning, so thanks to McCafe for watching out for me. I got it delivered to my door. How good's that? Thank you so much. It's only been three months since Giannis broke the Bucks championship drought and brought, brought glory back to Milwaukee. Today they start their journey to repeat as champions with the NBA season kicking off this afternoon as they play KD and the Brooklyn Nets. We've done our best impressions on NBA analysis this morning, but we thought you'd bring in someone that has a much better knowledge of the game. Seth Partnow is an NBA analyst for The Athletic with a knack for numbers and analytics and analysis, and he joins us now. Good morning, Seth. Ah, how are you going? I'm going well, mate. How are you going? You excited? The season's about to start in a couple of hours' time, mate. How you been? Uh, I, you know, I heard you say it's been three months. It doesn't seem like that long. Seems, uh, mm. seems like it was it was kind of yesterday. Um, I'm uh, kind of every year kind of sneaks up on you, and this year is uh, is no exception. Mate, you've you've been in watching the game for many many years. You have a much better knowledge of about it. What what are you seeing? What are you seeing from the the conversations before the season's tipping off? What are you seeing? Who are the big movers? Who are the big losers leading into the competition? Uh, it's as, as is always the case before the season starts. It's it's a, as much about what's going on off the court. Obviously, the uh, sort of the, the Kyrie Irving uh, not having not being vaccinated and so his availability. Yeah. Uh, for the Nets being unclear, um, just today there's been new developments in sort of the Ben Simmons saga in uh, in Philadelphia, and so so those are kind of the two, I would say, the big unknowns heading into the season right now. Even with that, I think that the the Nets uh, enter the season as as championships favorites. I would say, um, as long mm-hmm. as as Kevin Durant and James Harden stay healthy. Seth, it's great to have you on the show this morning. And if anyone's got any uh, NBA-related questions, you, you probably don't want to ask Izzy and me. You want to put them to Seth, so text them through on double eight, double three. I'm just watching ESPN on my screen here now, and that's what they're leading off with. Um, 76ers suspend Ben Simmons for Wednesday's season opener. How messy is this? Is this really kind of an ugly scene for the NBA where a guy is just flat out pretty much quit on his team? Um, it's ugly in and of itself, and it's doubly ugly because this is the second year in a row it's happened. Um, if you recall, mm. at the start of last year, James Harden did something similar. Um, this one's almost, you, you know, the, the, the first time is tragedy, second time is farce uh, kind of situation because uh, James Harden is a far superior player to Ben Simmons, so this is this is almost looks a little silly for, for Simmons, you know, demanding certain things, whereas Harden, okay, the the Rockets had decided they were going to kind of pivot and rebuild, and Harden didn't want a part of that. So you can at least understand where he's coming from. 
Um, I think the the this is just a, a a totally messy situation for Simmons and the 76ers, and no one's going to come out of this, uh, you know, to their advantage or looking good or or having really gained anything from this this entire ordeal. So, so what's going to happen from this, mate? Do you, do you think Simmons is going to have any parts of what the 76ers are going to do this season, or are they just going to leave him on the outer and, and hopefully trade him? Or, or, you know, what's going to come out of this? This is just ugly. My best guess is that, um, now obviously the new round of, of kind of silliness might change this, but I think the plan for Philadelphia was always okay, everyone loves their team in, in October. We're going to get to December. Someone's going to decide to do something different with their team, and they'll come with a real offer for us instead of you know, the offers they're probably getting all summer, which is, well, you have to trade this guy, so this is the best you're going to get, so trade him for nothing. Um, I, I think that, that that's what, the way they've tried to play this. Now the question is whether that remains tenable with this sort of – this, this latest drama going on, and then you know how how this affects the willingness of other teams to to acquire him. Um, he's a talented player who's you know an, a, a difficult on court fit, but you know knowing how how much the NBA teams are kind of worried about their 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 quote unquote culture, um, this does not make him a, a more attractive acquisition. Um, for for a team that thinks they they're going to bring him in and make him sort of the centerpiece of a team, doesn't exactly scream a lot reliable, does it? <laughs> no, it doesn't exactly <laughs> scream. That. It feels like a bit of a good old fashioned steering contest, doesn't it, between Daryl Morey and the Sixers and um, Ben Simmons, who's just determined to find his way out. Let's stay in the East. We've copped a lot of heat on our text machine today, Seth, for not giving the uh, Bucks the respect that the Bucks fans think that they deserve. Um, I guess. They they were you got to remember with them like they're one toenail from Kevin Durant from not even getting out of the East right are, are they really still the team to beat in the East and and are they getting the respect in America that you think that they do or don't deserve? That's those are sort of two different questions. I don't think that they're the team to beat in the East. I think I think again with with Harden and Durant healthy, the Nets. Are, I mean, you start with two of the five or six best players in the NBA. In, in Duran and Harden, and, and you're probably the favorite. Um, but at the same time, I, I think that the Bucks are are considered sort of 1A uh, in the East. Those are the two teams that are considered, uh, I think, rightly so. Um, it, would be, it would be a mild surprise if anyone else was in the conference finals besides those two teams, put it that way. Yeah, right. I'm a- Love that, love that little detail. Hey, mate, can I ask you about the Bulls? The Bulls side, they're in the East. Sure. They're over in the East, and and there's chats about, they've obviously got Zach Levine, Vucevic, they've signed DeMar, DeRozan, Lonzo Ball, but Zach Levine, his season out last year was outstanding. Could, could they push the East and maybe potentially go to the finals and be a part of the playoffs? Um, I think the playoffs is probably their their uh, their, their ceiling. I'm I'm lower on the Bulls than than a lot of people. I think that they're going to have a very dynamic offense at times. I think they are going to struggle tremendously to play to defend, especially against better teams. Um, the, the DeRozan and Levine, neither of them have have ever been especially good defensive players. 
Uh, and as he's developed in his career, um, DeRozan's best position has been has been a power forward over the last couple of years in San Antonio, and, and that his his sort of deficiencies become even more magnified there. I mean, that if, if, if the matchups don't always work this way, but if you know you lined up the starting lineup side by side, that might mean that uh, DeRozan's lined up against Giannis and Nakumbo, and that's uh, I, I don't. I don't think that's a matchup that bodes well for 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 Chicago uh, getting any, any stops ever. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a fair way to put it. If we if we swap conferences, do you think one of the most confusing teams in the NBA this year, as far as expectations, is the Golden State Warriors? Absolutely, um, they're 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 very interesting, and they're sort of caught between the the last hurrah of sort of the old guard. And what to do with with uh, some of the the young talented players they've added over the last couple of years? Um, are, they haven't exactly gone all in on maximizing sort of the the back end of of Steph Curry's uh, reign as an elite player. Um, so they're going to need uh, not only you know the the the, the rookies, whether it's uh, it's Jonathan Kaminga or Moses Moody to to, to play meaningful minutes. They're, they're going to need. Clay Thompson coming off consecutive, you know, ACL and Achilles mm. injuries, two of the more debilitating kind of reasonably common injuries in basketball, they're going to need him to return to something resembling, you know, his all-star form uh, from previously and combine that with his age and how important he was to them defensively um, prior to his injuries. That That's, that's three severe question marks. At the same time, Curry kind of showed last year that on any given night, he's the best player in the world. On many given nights, not just any given night, but on many given nights, he remains the best player in the world. And you have that on your team, and that always gives you a that always gives you a chance. Well, let's talk about best players in the world. Who's your early candidates for MVP? MVP, Giannis, go back. Nikola uh, Joker, the Joker, can he do it? Or who? Who? KD. We've put KD on our show. Both I, of us I, have thought KD is going to come I think out. It's, I think. Yeah, I, I think you guys are on the right track. Oh. Um, I think, you know, it, the the MVP award is is it's a combination of sort of team success, individual brilliance, and kind of narrative wins in terms of of uh, who actually gets the award. And I think all of those kind of point to Durant. I think. Between the playoffs last year and the Olympics, I think he has a very real claim to to have, you know be the current best player in the world. The Nets are going to be very good. Uh, you know his this is you know talked about Clay Clay Thompson's Achilles injuries. This is two years on from his own Achilles tear, and you know that sort of unprecedented comeback from that kind of injury, I think gives all the narrative has to. Uh, to, to him, you know, ascending to the, the the top of the top of the pile again. So I think, amongst a crowded field, he would be my favorite. Um, I think it's going to be yeah. like, I think it's going to be tough for Jokic to repeat. Um, yeah. Just it, there, there was a there was a an unfair, I think, a very unfair sense that he was almost MVP by default last year. He had one of the most more spectacular seasons from an from a, uh, offensive center in NBA history last year. But somehow, maybe because he plays in Denver or he's, he's got an, uh, he plays in a style that's not 
as familiar to the modern you know game. Uh, he, he did not seem to get the credit he deserved, but just again from that narrative standpoint, that's good. that means he's he's facing a headwind as far as as convincing enough voters that he's worthy of repeating. Uh, even though it's it's supposed to be a a single season award, uh, it, it it almost always. There, there is that that historical element that, that tends to creep into the actual voting. Yeah, okay, that's interesting. Interesting. I've got another interesting one for you, Damian Lillard. Will he keep his peace treaty and stay with the Blazers, or will he pull his trade card and trade? There was a text message coming in with Kyrie Irving going through his vaccination debate, potentially going to the Nets. Could that be a possibility? And could you see that something like that happening? Um, I, my best read of that is that he is probably playing this season in Portland and likely getting traded next year. Um, I would I, sort of the, the, the smart money isn't, is, isn't on the nets, but it is in the same city. Uh, the, the, the kind of the, the most common sort of, uh, speculated slash rumored location is the Knicks. Um, now, whether that that holds up, you know, the, it wouldn't be the first time the Knicks have been sort of rumored to be getting a, a superstar player, and then it's <laughs> not happened. So you, you don't want to you don't want to say it's a, it's a certainty or anything like that. But that's um, again, I'm not. This is not, nothing I'm reporting. It's just sort of the, uh, <laughs> the it's, it's sort of the, the, front news. No, Headline wanna, news in New Zealand. We'll be clipping this out, aggregating it. I don't want to break news or anything like that. But it's, it's, it's you know it's. it's that's that's the that's the discussion, shall we say? <laughs> no, love it, love it. Oh, See, let's it. G- if we could go full circle just to end this out. Then, okay. One of um, you might know, but one of our favourite sons is is Sean Marks. Yeah, he played for the Tall Blacks. He's a legend. We really, really respect what he's doing with the Brooklyn Nets and all through that rebuild um, from that that trade back in the day where he kind of took over the team and what he's done w- with all those uh, without all of those picks, of course. Now he's got the situation with Kyrie Irving with uh, Kevin Durant. Just can we just get your best read on this whole situation? Like, what is this weird loyalty you think KD and these guys feel to Kyrie, who really just looks like he's he's trying to blow up this season, and he doesn't really seem to it, it, like. Does he even like basketball anymore? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really want to speculate on on uh, on that part of it. I'll, I'm sticking more to the Nets. I mean, the best result for the Nets would would have been for. Irving to get vaccinated and and to play and 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 uh, there, there being no drama from there. But I think the second best result is them to to sort of take the approach they've done, which is sort of a clean break. Look, okay, well you're not going to do this. We're moving on. I think the worst thing they could have done was have it be a constant "Is he available today? Is he not?" Uh, kind of situation. And I think that they have the luxury since. Uh, the, you know, since trading for James Harden, that they don't actually need Kyrie. Um, it, as as crazy as that as that sounds to say, like they are they are plenty good. Uh, to, they're plenty good enough to win the championship, and I think still be the favorite to be the champion if he plays zero minutes this season. So I think that that that's, that's I think a great credit to to, to Sean Marks to that that he's he's built a team that can actually have that much of a cushion. That okay, one of this you know an, an all-star level player just decides he's not going to show up, and you know we're better off not even you know trying to convince him to come back, just moving on. 
I think you know he started with uh, with with Durant and and Harden, and then he's done a, a really nice job building a a very solid roster around them. I think I think signing Patty Mills was one of the uh, was one of the really astute moves of the summer, and you know. Mm-hmm. Irving being out is, is, is illustrates just how valuable Mills can be just to step in and not as well, but play a very similar role. Yeah, no, that's a really good point, Seth. That's awesome stuff. We really appreciate your time this morning. You can go follow Seth at Seth Partner on Twitter. He does awesome work for The Athletic. Got a, diff- a couple of different podcasts that you can listen to him on. Really appreciate your time this morning. Enjoy the season, mate. It's great to have the association back. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. No worries. Is he... Kevin Durant, MVP. That's all I heard. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And he, like, even without Kyrie, like they've got Patty Mills. He's a great get from the Spurs um, coming back in. So, yeah, they'll be, they'll be a force, man. It's going to be interesting. I love watching. I can't wait for the NBA to start today with a great game. Bucks v Nets. That'll be good. Be good to watch, mate. What a get. He was awesome. Awesome time of year for American sports, MLB playoffs. Uh, we got the NBA resuming, the NFL's on, of course, hockey too. Loving it. All your American sports heads will be absolutely in heaven at the moment. It's 22 minutes past 8 o'clock on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Bulmawati, the party. It's a busy weekend on the punt coming up, so we'll find out what's happening today with Paul Mawati. After this, it is 22 minutes past 8. We're here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. 